Welcome to That's a Chunky. This is Kevin here with James, who does not live in a hotel. Um, That's right. Jared is laying down right now, so he's not beat red for his family photo. Um, I think we have a fun show tonight, since I think you should leave is such like a densely packed universe. We're going to do a concept called uh, Show and Tell, which is just like some small things we need to talk about small but meaningful how's that sound sounds great all right and james is on like a two second lag which just makes it uh just makes it test our like podcasting acumen a little more today that's right i'm gonna respond as quickly as possible and it'll still be a a two second lag (laughs) i love it i think it's really like half a second um part part of what i uh was talking about when i wanted to do this was um after we recorded which is a long time ago because we were kind of taking like a semi-scheduled semi-unscheduled break um we were talking about i think we were bad-mouthing the chevy nova um and our our podcast favorite actor steve moulton um sent me these messages on instagram that um i'm legally required to read so i can't do steve's voice but i'm just gonna read uh it says all my muscle car buddies wait is this the first line oh um you guys are gonna need to retract some of your statements about the chevy nova the 1977 Chevy Nova with a straight six and two doors was my first car in 1996. That's an old car. Mine was extra ugly. Hershey bar brown with a cream roof. My dad used to drag race with it as a grown man in the 90s and tell me, yeah, that thing was on the turbo team. I once got it so fast, the odometer needle went all the way around and was pointing at the north, at the neutral indicator gauge you know park reverse neutral drive etc that car saved my life so many times as a teenage speed demon last time i was in it 2003 in rural maine i'd given it back to my dad and he was literally driving us through the woods not on a road through the woods through the woods all my muscle car buddies were jealous of that car because it was from the 70s while they all had 80s and 90s wannabe muscle cars with proper seatbelts and interior that they were afraid to get dirt on. We made a short horror movie about it on VHS where I would tempt people into a ride in a real muscle car, then kill them with a small knife. The Phantom Nova 1997 might be on Tubi or Plex, but I haven't seen a dime from it. Did Quentin Tarantino steal Death Proof from the short film? Who's to say? Not me, man. Not me. Um, my dad sold it to a father and son in Maine who fully restored it to its original glory, even keeping the Hershey bar brown paint job with cream roof. Sometimes he'll text me and say, just saw the Nova on such and such road doing about 85 might buy it back, but they don't return his calls. Maybe they have triples. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. (laughs) That I feel like, uh, yeah, that, that, that worked in um, the triples of the Nova, worked in the turbo team. Um, and yeah, it sounds like, I feel like we were underrating the uh, the Nova in comparison to the um, to the other, uh, you know, classic cars, the, um, the so- Barracuda and the, uh, uh, 
What's the other? Uh, what's the other Barracuda, triple? The Nova. God, I'm blanking too. We're gonna have to edit this. Off. I blame Jared wow. for not being here. Yeah, embarrassing. Embarrassing. Um, but we always appreciate our uh, messages from Steve Moulton. Um, I'm trying to think. I think he sent. Oh, he also uh, told me he had to do an audition where someone gets shot, and he says. You really nailed that fucker. I'm glad you. I hired you with all these fuckers around. And he says, I can only hear it in Crashmore's voice. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you really nailed um, it's, that fucker. It's the Roadrunner. I, uh, I, I got it. Took too long. I'm out of practice. Well, we're going to, we're, at some point, we're going to talk about why you might be like a little bit worn down. Um, but yeah. before we do that, I, I do want you to drop your first uh, show and tell. Um, yes. Item. So my well my first one is um the timing is uh fortuitous and also this is a little bit so- somewhat relevant to um you know the topics of our last uh couple episodes so uh <laughs> and that is um since the uh midterm elections are on Tuesday uh I went through everything that I could find on Twitter to find all of the uh, political candidates who have uh, utilized, I think you should leave uh, screen captures or memes um, on Twitter uh, at some point. And so uh, I found four who are are all up for uh, running for office or up for re-election uh, on Tuesday. <laughs> um, so uh, those are my official um, at ITYSL underscore memes uh, endorsed candidates because they have used uh, memes of I think you should leave. Okay. Um, yeah. You totally outdid yourself with this. This is, <laughs> this is like... Uh, when I saw this, I, I, I'm not even gonna, I was, I don't think the word is like jealous, but I was like, oh my God, this is so perfectly done. Um, and just the research that went into it, I think, I think it was really impressive. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah, I mean, I, it, it was something I had been, I had like tried to round up because a few months ago I saw like the second like politician that I'd ever noticed tweet one. And so I put out a call for any other references and then just uh, like a, a couple weeks ago, um, like just before Halloween, I guess, um, I saw some more tweets uh, from a candidate uh, in Michigan who, um, or a, she's a state senator in Michigan, Mallory McMorrow. Um, who was uh, did a fundraiser with uh, Tim Robinson and Sam Richardson for the Michigan uh, State Democratic Party, and so they there were some like follow up things from her and for from some like fans of the show and uh, who had like uh, attended their fundraiser and um, and so that kind of like jogged me and made me uh, decide to kind of round things up. Um, so uh, that was kind of cool to see 
both that they were, uh, you know, Tim and Sam were both involved in this event. I was a little bit disappointed that I didn't uh, get to like, you know, see them because it sounded like they had fielded some funny questions. Um, someone, I think, <laughs> someone <laughs> apparently asked asked them um, if they were doing okay financially because their shirts were not very complicated. <laughs> <laughs> That's so amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just so, like bleeding into all aspects of society. Like, I I frequently see, like, um, like at, who who's the director who had came out recently really loved, um, I think you should leave, the amazing, like, uh, uh, horror movie director. Do you know who I'm talking about? Oh, um, Mike Flanagan. Yeah, yes. like sometimes he'll post on I think you should leave and I'll just reply with a quote from from yeah. uh what he posts on Instagram and I'm just like it's just so funny how these worlds are like constantly bleeding together. And, yeah, it's great. There was yeah, on on that vein um I think uh do you know who Padma Lakshmi is? So in my house like literally the second most popular show after I think you should leave is Top Chef. Well, and so apparently she's a big I think you should leave fan. Are you uh, fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, she. If, that, um, if she, that woman couldn't be more amazing, like yeah, um, she just like married Salman Rushdie and likes <laughs> I think you should leave. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Honestly, I'm I'm just telling you, if we could ever get her, I mean, we won't get her on the podcast, but if we ever did, like, we will all retire after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, that's a that's a goal. That'll be the serious finale podcast episode. <laughs> oh my god, she's such a fucking badass. Um, but um, just just to segue, it's like okay, the whole point of this like uh, um show and tell was to like get us talking but i think it's appropriate for us to segue from your voting guide into you like essentially breaking i think you should leave twitter <laughs> with that one fucking asshole who was like you know basically crying that you had blocked him because you're a liberal um and everybody was just sort of like um like there was one person who's like, dude, do you watch? I think you should leave. Like, it's just obvious that it's a bunch of liberal stuff. Anyway, and then just can you explain what happened after that? Yeah, yeah. So I had the well, I guess just a full uh, like <laughs> rounding out the list of endorsements. Oh, sorry, uh, sorry. It was well, I'll I'll list the names and then you'll then we can kind of. You can see the through line on all of them because it was Mallory McMorrow, who uh, is a uh, Democrat state senator from Michigan, uh, Ilan Omar, who is a Democratic House representative from Minnesota, uh, Ron Wyden, who is a Democratic senator, uh, U.S. senator from Oregon, and then uh, John Fetterman, who is the Democratic Lieutenant Governor of Pennsylvania and is currently running for Senate against Dr. Oz. So clearly all the candidates were, you know, kind of shared a similar um, kind of uh, political lane. Um, and so there were there was a, a small 
very small uh, group of, uh, I, I think you should leave quote unquote fans who are not pleased. Um, and uh, so had a short exchange with someone who it kind of quickly became clear that they were, they jumped into election denial and uh, you know, like uh, some pretty far out there stuff. So I uh, blocked them and said something along the lines of like, um, I don't have time for uh, absurdist fantasy worlds uh, I'm tweeting about. I think you should leave. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> so, uh, so that people kind of latched onto, onto that because the guy complained about, um, about me blocking him. And so then for a full 24 hours, like probably once a minute, at least I was, uh getting tagged by fans of the show doing a bit that was essentially uh at i think you should leave memes block me because blank uh with things from the show um so uh yeah it was it was uh a, a lot of very very funny and clever things i think my favorite one was um let me make sure i get the name right uh it was uh, Jusica, uh, I believe, said, I hope ITYSL memes doesn't go home and block my mom. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, uh, you know, I got blocked because I didn't give. I got blocked because, um, because, uh, yeah, because because uh i am not part of the turbo team uh, i got blocked because i poured uh, i ordered a steak and a glass of water and then i dumped the water on the steak uh you know it was a lot of it was a full day of of uh people tweeting that and uh <laughs> and so as it was going on it seemed like uh some people were very much having fun with it. And then there were some people who were <laughs> clearly their feed was overrun with basically just that. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, it was, uh, it was a, a busy day of, I think I, you should leave meaning. I found that to be fun. I'm like, not, not an, as we've talked about, I'm not an avid Twitter person. And that kind of like kept me on Twitter. Like I was <laughs> there that I just like watching one after one come in. Um, you know, it just continues to de deepen my love for the <laughs> I think you should leave community. Um, here's uh, two other things that have really deepened my love for the I think you should leave community. Yeah, the first one's going to it's going to feel like an ad, but it's not an advertisement. We already run those. But like a couple times of year, I'll, I'll come home from work and uh, a couple times a year and um I'll see that I've got a package from Swayzine. Hmm. Um, and <laughs> the fucking Carl Havoc vest. Yes. Like, never has there been a better use of, like, whatever <laughs> whatever garment um, <laughs> channel he has created. I mean, it's just like, I, I like, I think this time he sent it to me, I wasn't totally sure it was from him. <laughs> and I opened it up and my wife was like, 
oh my god what like she could just tell how overjoyed i was <laughs> it's like this fucking <laughs> carl having vest um, <laughs> tears rolling down your cheeks and you hold up the vest <laughs> it's like yeah i was triumphant i like tried it on and like my children who have no idea what it what it is were just like oh oh my god dad we love your vest and then so like my six-year-old was like what like what is it and i was like oh it's this guy he has a prank show and she's like what's that and i was like well he goes up to people and kicks their chair or says that his dog is loose and she's like that's funny (laughs) (laughs) oh man Uh, you know making memories out there so um perfect thank you reggie at at swayzine um you deserve all like 10 million of your positive Etsy reviews. (laughs) Um, Like, it's like a sincere thank you. Like, you know, I think he knows I'd probably run the ad for him just because I, I like his stuff and I appreciate what he does, but um, it's like literally Christmas morning when, when he sends me a package. Yeah. He's it's, it's very, I mean, he already had outdone himself by, making the like actual replica of the um Dan Flash's shirt but then oh coming out with the vest the Carl Havoc vest like you know within within striking distance of Halloween was like a uh like Herculean uh feat and yeah honestly so one of my, my I guess one of my show and tell things ties into this which is all of the various Halloween costumes and decorations that people, um, that was my next one. Yeah. And, and just as I was going through there, you know, obviously I feel like Carl Havoc is probably still the most popular one, or at least like the most popular big one. Yeah. Um, but you could really tell the people who, uh, just, you know, got a, a vest, um, versus the people who got the vest from, (laughs) from Swayzine, which, um yeah it was it was it was really fun to see the people who had had clearly bought one from him and made the next level effort on their carl havoc costumes it's almost like we have some classism inside of uh (laughs) (laughs) it's like if you don't have the real swayze like yeah yeah you know um i actually like documented i i've you know it's just like uh i've sort of been checked out on i think you should leave a little bit compared to my normal life and um i just enjoy like going on instagram and seeing what's going on so just tonight i kind of like got all my halloween costume like love and it's like one there's just more and more every year yeah um like there's more people doing it um i saw this post i'm gonna actually like shout out some names uh Matt Foster on Instagram was actually at a, I think you should leave like party where there's like a hot dog. He's wearing a TC Tugger shirt. I think that's probably him. There's like a mo. There's like motorcycle guys. Um, someone is like Sam from uh, Baby of the Year. Um, Oh man, just an amazing picture. This stuff's all in my. uh, It's all in the that's chuggy like Instagram stories. Uh, Someone. Bean Gauche, maybe tro- as Troll Boy, uh. um, which I just <laughs> like with these golden shorts. It's amazing. Um, a lot of hot dogs and a oh, lot yeah, of I like saw. hot dogs with the guy in the hot dog. Yeah, I saw a lot of a lot of couples costumes of that that were pretty pretty well done. Yeah, like Artie Balkwill. 
Um, a lot of people laying on the couch in the um, in the Dan Flash's shirt. Yep, definitely. Uh, like das King ninety. Um, I got a perfect uh, Keg Murns has a perfect uh, Bart Harley Jarvis. Their child was Bart Harley Jarvis. Nice. Um, I saw a woman um, <laughs> hugs and honey who is just like is dressed as Patty Harrison in yellow with a dirty table. Um, <laughs> fucking loved it. Um, also, like Jess, by the way, has a um, is like Patty Harrison in pink with a table in the back of her car. Fantastic. Um, and what's amazing is she's on the phone. But someone took a picture of her from the front of the car, so she must have got a conspirator. Um, <laughs> Brad Brad Nightjar is uh, a Dan flashes on the couch. His wife's wearing a TC presumed wife girlfriend wearing a TC Tuggers shirt with a uh, baby in a hot dog costume. Love it. Um, the man John has a terrible, terrifying Carl. Ho- a lot of these Carl Havoc ones are totally terrifying. Yeah, there's some scary Carl Havocs. Yeah. The masks uh, can get yeah. get a little get a little wild. <laughs> John John Air, a really good Ruben Rabasa, Aaron Proctor, uh, really good uh, Patty Harrison from the Printer Sketch, uh, Nakatomi Freefall, um, wearing the uh, the fedora with flaps. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> there is three guys out Waka Flocka one. It's like the fedora with flaps, a Carl Havoc, and a motorcycle guy. Like if those people came to my door, like I would, I don't even know what I would do. Yeah, man, I would lose it if I saw some of these costumes. Yeah, uh, Fidel Cashflow has, um, <laughs> I know, great name by the way. Yeah, um, has the Pointer Brothers. Oh yes great costumes i saw yeah I, I saw a a group uh like a three person costume of the pointer brothers who were doing the pointing uh process at like it looked like a, a party in a backyard it's them it's them i so think good. um <laughs> e- ec hedges has a um dan flashes painted pumpkin oh yes yep i saw that as well and just a little like cherry on top um this to me is like the most amazing because it's just so sneaky and like insidious. East Bay Nursery, I, I don't know where this is, just has a picture of horticultural charcoal. And mm. their their thing says Christmas came early and it's hashtagged ITYSL. <laughs> oh man, so good. <laughs> so sneaky. It's like yeah. some like young person's working at the nursery. It was just like, let's uh let's sneak in a little reference if we can. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I love I love the subtle subtleness there. Um I'll shout shout out a few on Twitter also that were fantastic. I think one of the top ones was um uh Oxycontin uh, <laughs> um, on Twitter, who dressed as uh, Patty from the um, the Can't Stop Drinking Wine and did a full line for line reenactment that was like really perfectly spot on. So great video there, um, which I really really enjoyed. Um, let's see, I had a. Uh, a group that 
had like I may have been the same group or a similar group that had uh, Dan Flash's uh, member of the Dangerous Knights crew, uh, Brian's fedora with safari flaps and a hot dog guy. Oh, um, uh, let's see, Dwayne My Tub uh, <laughs> was was a take on Carl Havoc, which I did not see anywhere else, but was was fantastic. He's sitting in the dressing room chair with the partial mask covering his like shoulders and head, but without the face on him. And he's holding up the little like front piece of the face and pointing at it exactly like Carmine Luguzio at the beginning oh of that sketch. Oh my god. Really fantastic. <laughs> um, that, that one was, that was a, a very creative take on it. Um, and then, let's see. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but t- Tavia underscore CW um, had a Brian's hat costume, which it looked like he wore to work. Um, had the fedora with safari flaps and like the whole outfit, including uh, <laughs> dice in his pocket. And he did a roll down the arm of the hat uh, like Fred Astaire, which was fantastic. Um, oh, my God. That was great as well. And yeah, I mean, similarly, just like an assortment of, you know, TC Tuggers, pieces of shit, uh, sloppy steaks, um, you know, pumpkin carvings, um, some really actually some very impressive pumpkin carvings, uh, some Carl Havoc pumpkins, some uh, one pumpkin that just had a a very well done outline of a fedora with safari flaps. So, I mean, people were very creative. I I had put out an all call on Twitter um, for for them and people delivered. I I think I got like 150 responses, replies of various costumes. It was fantastic to see. Amazing. All right. We've um, we've handled all of my topics except one. Okay. I don't, I don't know what else you have to get out into the world in terms of uh, show and tell. Yeah, let's see. I'll get one out that's pretty quick, um, which was there is a restaurant in um, in Greensboro um, that their menu, I guess it's still their active menu, um, it came across uh, my, like, uh, my radar on Twitter and um, and then Instagram, their cocktail menu is mostly, I think you should leave themed names for their drinks. So we've got uh, running through just quickly. There's a vodka drink called Adults Only Ghost Tour. There's a Mezcal drink called It Goes Both Ways. Uh, there's one called A Complete <laughs> Party gonna... House. Does the Mezcal one mean you're going to throw it up? Is that what <laughs> I don't know. It... It looks interesting. Mezcal, cognac, punta mes, luxardo, and pechos bitters. So it's uh, it's interesting. The drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Dan Flashes up but not out. Uh, paper doesn't make you sick. Uh, Brian's hat. A viral video. Um, one called New Joe. Um, <laughs> one called It's the cigars you smoke, which is using. Um, Scotch, smoky scotch. It looks like what? Uh, what restaurant is this? It's called Machete, um, and I think they're uh, on Instagram. They are uh, Machete GSO. Oh man, 
All right, I'm going right to the website, old school. Yeah, yeah. Um, looks fantastic. It's a little far for me to get to, but um, for any fans who are in or near Greensboro, North Carolina, definitely um, sounds like <laughs> there's a, a cocktails list that you should check out. And apparently it's a very nice restaurant as well. Um, it's uh, like the chef uh, is a... James Beard, best new oh. restaurant semifinalist, um, oh. and apparently is a big fan of the show. So it seems like a great place. Uh, if we got to get him on, yeah, I think I think it could be a potentially fun guest um, as well. And you know, obviously, you know, sounds like an ad. They did not do anything other than make an awesome menu. But um, happy to promote any. I think you should leave stuff. Also, New Joe, I had to like look this up because I was wondering, does New Joe have coffee in it? And it does. So like, it's it's clever. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? yeah, definitely. Yep. Um, and um, the uh, Brian's hat is just bourbon, peanut, and grape jelly. Incredible. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, did you um did you by chance prepare for this uh, season three fantasy draft? Um, I did not prepare to draft it yet. I thought about it, but um, yeah, I'm, I I don't think I'd be able to go through it um, uh, at this point yet. But all right, we do we're it gonna, next episode. Yeah, we're gonna do that next episode, and I, I I'm really excited about it because there aren't a lot of people on the show. Like, there aren't a lot of famous people on the show, so it's just yeah. like, yeah. Um, it's like a little like like a lottery. Like if you get one out of, one or two, you're gonna win. And I think that's yeah. kind of fun. Yep, totally. All right. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh did you have one more any other um show and tell things? No, no, I'm I'm fully recognized. I definitely like part of mine was just to talk about your sort of like uh you know political leanings on Twitter. <laughs> um, so that was kind of an overlap for us. And then I also want to talk about Halloween costumes, which we both yeah. had. Um, I have one other thing that is just like a passing mention that um, has been like a ongoing reference, which is, have you heard of the movie Violent Night? No. <laughs> <laughs> so it is, I think it's an action movie, kind of. Um that is starring David Harbour, who uh, yeah. is like, yeah, you know who he is. John Leguizamo. Uh, um, and he is playing oh my, Santa, oh, no but way. Santa is like um, having, I, it's like his family's kidnapped or something. I don't know. He's basically, Santa is being like an action <laughs> star in a uh, apparently kind of violent um, film. And so... I think the parallels to Crashmore are like pretty apparent. Um, and so there's a lot of like, uh, I've seen a lot of people referencing that. Referencing but it's like Crashmore reverse Crashmore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, instead of, instead of Santa playing just <laughs> a, a generic uh, action movie star, it is. Um, yeah. Santa himself is, is in it. I, I'm surprised they didn't get Santa to play himself in the movie, but maybe he wants to distance himself from his other job. Well, my guess is like, it's possible the lead actor probably got less than two mil, which <laughs> was his quote. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't uh, know how that helps him. <laughs> <laughs> they got Beverly D'Angelo. <laughs> That's amazing. I just watched one of the National Lampoon movies the other day. Uh, and it's like Chevy Chase, who's supposedly crazy now, and like Randy mm-hmm. Quaid, who's crazy now. And I was like, huh. I wonder what was going on there. Um, yeah. Anyway, Beverly D'Angelo is very pleasant in the, in the movie, though. That's a big get. Yeah, yeah, that is big. Maybe she she sucked out all of the money that would have gone to to Santa Claus for his quote. <laughs> um, right. There is one one little tidbit from it, and I don't know if this is just like coincidental or what, but there's like a point where. I don't remember the exact context, but like one of the reindeer is not cooperating. And so Santa says something about like it being unprofessional, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is just, it's funny because that's like, you know, it's not like I think you should leave has <laughs> like a monopoly on the use of the word unprofessional, but somehow it's, Biff Whiff if does, Santa though. says it, yeah, it's, it's clearly a reference um oh man yeah. all right i'm gonna tell you off air what what my Crashmore idea is oh perfect yeah we don't want anybody st- to steal the idea no 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 i think actually somebody would i think it's that good man uh, i love it so like yeah all right so next week we're gonna try to get jared back we're gonna do the draft maybe maybe this chef would hop on and do the draft with us He might be busy on weekend nights because he's a a genius executive chef, but we're going to try. And uh, unless you have anything else, I think we can give people a a nice quick one tonight and we can sign off. Sounds fantastic. Yep. All right. Signing off. That's a chunky. That's a chunky has always been supported by the Etsy shop of Swayzine, S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. Uh, In the past, you've seen his amazing motivational posters, his um, At the Nighthawks Diner featuring characters from I Think You Should Leave. Uh, You also know his vintage jazz posters of Paul Bufano, Marcus the Worm Hicks, and Mookie Kramer. Um, Swayzine has a ton of new items in his shop we wanted to let you guys know about. Um, Those three jazz posters have been turned into... Uh, attractive t-shirts, the Marcus Hicks in blue, the Mookie Kramer in green, Paul Bufano in white. He has a uh, very affordable uh, Bozo the Clown clown pewter sticker that you can put on your computer. Um, There is a baby of the year bib and onesie. Uh, He has angels and archways t-shirts, as well as uh, two new posters, one featuring Dangerous Nights, um, which is being framed and put on my wall, and an amazing portrait of uh, Brian from the uh, hat sketch, the insider trading sketch. Um, but the whole point of me re-recording this ad was to tell you about maybe the most innovative I think you should leave product I've seen in my time doing this podcast, which is actual Dan Flash's shirts. So this isn't like a t-shirt that says Dan Flash on the front. This is a short or a short sleeve polo or a long sleeve uh, collared shirt 
that has the pattern Tim Robinson is wearing in the Dan Flash's sketch, uh, affordably placed at $30. I know when I went um, to the Dan Flash's stores at the Creeks, I spent $800 out, out the door and um, didn't eat for a long time, uh, saving my per diem. Um, but if you go to etsy.com slash shop slash Swayzine, again, Swayzine is S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. Um, you can own these shirts yourself. Um, and we want to thank uh, Reggie from Swayzine for his support of That's a Chunky. Mm-hmm.